So this is our third attempt at this podcast. What podcast is this? Five? I think it's this, do you know? I think it's the six. Okay. Actually, maybe it is five. But it's okay. our third attempt. It's our third attempt at this episode over the course of two months, right? Yeah, the last podcast we did had to have been March. Dude. So there's no April. Most of May. Do you think there's something to, you know, that phrase, third time is a charm? We'll find out if this po- if you're listening <laughs> to this iteration of the podcast. <laughs> like statistically, is third time a charm? A char- third time a charm is that a thing? I wonder. And they also say like bad things come in threes. So oh, do they say yes? That? They do. They do say that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they said that. So there's about three. Uh, who is they? I don't know, but they know. Um. So what are we talking about today? We could talk about, I don't know, what helped, anybody have any major life updates in the past month or a half? One amongst, <laughs> <laughs> anybody have a... one, one amongst our number got married for the second time. <laughs> yes. But to the Not same the person. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like it's a second marriage. <laughs> I went for the poignant pause, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just kind of let it hang in the air. Yeah. <laughs> let you bask in the confusion. Right. Like, what? Yeah. Twice. Twice. Yeah, usually you get the wedding done at the courthouse or the paper signing real quick right before you have the ceremony. Right. But yeah, for us, for my wife and I, we had to do the courthouse wedding way earlier, two and a half months. Yeah. No, three months. And then and then we had our ceremony. I want to ask you, was it was it at all weird for you to be legally married for how long was it? Three months. Three months. And then to have a wedding after that, like, did it feel weird to you? I don't think it felt weird. It yeah. felt kind of natural, like going through, like walking down the aisle, saying your vows and all that. Like it didn't, it just felt, how, yeah. Like, how did it feel though? Like, how are you processing it? Um, it was a, it was a special day. So I think that in and of itself kind of like took care of any like thought of I've been here, done that. Like we didn't share our vows the f- first time. It was okay. just done at the courthouse and that's like a 15 minute ceremony though. Our real ceremony is only 30 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you guys kept it, it. It was efficient. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was really good, which I appreciated. I so, <laughs> so the, the experiences were different enough to where you didn't feel like you were repeating the same thing. It felt completely different. Yeah. And in a courthouse, it's just like, it was my mom and then another couple. <clears throat> that was it. Mm-hmm. Here we have her entire family, my entire right. family, number of guests. Yeah. Um, Pierce your trailer bumping in the background. That's yes. right. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought it was it was so different that I didn't feel like I was repeating anything. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people are like, is this a ceremony or a reception? I'm like, right. it's a ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing the whole thing. Definitely so. a ceremony. Yeah. It was a nice ceremony. It was very nice. The courthouse probably just felt more legalistic, right? Just like more like, all right, I gotta get my driver's license. I'm sure there's still special because you're getting married, but it's not the same as yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, now having done both, um, it's they're not the same. Yeah. They're not the same. So. It was nice that you were still able to have that experience. Yeah, and I think this experience wasn't that common, but I think I've heard of it becoming more common, at least during the time of, you know, this pen- whole pandemic. A lot of people were like, their ceremony is usually like the marking of their married life, but like 
because ceremonies kept getting postponed due to whatever different things gathering amounts um, families not being able to get uh, come together a lot of them were just like let's just get married and then we'll host something later some have done receptions some have done full-on ceremonies yeah some have foregone ceremonies no that's true like, one of gab's family members uh got postponed twice and it was gonna get postponed a third time and then they just kind of canceled it yeah. so it just it actually never happened so they they got the courthouse marriage but never to this day have had and they did like a small gathering and there's talks of doing something but not still the the cal at that point it'd be like two years right yeah to yeah. go through the whole ceremony all that stuff so yeah i think yeah i think you're right the pandemic's definitely moved out a lot of dates yeah <laughs> yeah but an awesome ceremony it was actually kind of cool because it was sort of in in a, in a way it was crowdsourced mm-hmm. like you had a lot of different people doing a lot of different things in terms of contributions oh, yeah. whether the, whether it be like artistic or logistical or we were there with the coffee trailer or just like a lot of different things going on our trailer never looked so nice we should decorate that way. Like, I'm mean, <laughs> sure they had like the Polaroids or whatever. Yeah, the greenery kind yeah. of. Yeah, probably we'll put a picture in the video if you you go watch the video, you can see a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked really nice. It looked cute, as the girls say. Yeah, like how we would decorate it if we were at a wedding venue. Yeah, I can kind of imagine that. So if you're looking to book us for a wedding, just direct message us. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need a one eight hundred number. Yeah, exactly. One eight hundred. What? Java to your wedding. How was it for you guys? I know we didn't have our full blown <clears throat> menu, but we had like what three options? Oh uh, yeah, so we had we had three options, but then at the same time, we had like custom requests. So I we just basically opened up to everything. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I thought we were gonna have like I thought there's a miscommunication between like we're gonna have a menu that's just gonna literally say the three options, but we did it. So then people were like, oh, do you have this? And we're like, all right, fine, just because we still had we came from the farmers market. So okay. we, you know, we did the farmers market that day, drove straight to which I thought was impressive. Yes, yeah, drove straight <laughs> down. Espresso machine was still hot, nice. <laughs> and so we still had a lot of our syrup. So it was, yeah, it was pretty good. Okay, yeah, Crystal was clutch. I only if we didn't have Crystal, it would have been more difficult. It was nice that she was able to help us kind Absolutely. of pass all of the drinks out, and all that stuff. So that worked out. You were saying that it was basically an eight-hour shift at Starbucks. That's what it felt like, like doing your four-hour shifts, taking a lunch. You know, that's kind of our our drive time. We we ate the Wegman subs, uh, and then clock back in. Except now we're in a different <laughs> outfit. Yeah, that was a day. That was a day. Wow. By that night, yeah, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the past two weeks. <laughs> still, <laughs> still recovering. Still recovering <laughs> from that day. Yeah, but yeah, I think it went well. There weren't. Uh, we got really. It was cool to see people try our coffee. That especially like you know your family or, or her family. They've heard of the they've heard of Paracy Coffee, we've never had a chance to actually try it. So that was kinda cool. It's like really watching like I don't know if it was her uncle or someone. He was like you could tell he was really thinking while he was drinking it. I wonder what he thinks. <laughs> I think it was good. Um, your sister said he liked it really all right. Yeah, it was kinda cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was an interesting hybrid of a bunch of people that we knew, but also feeling pretty similar in some ways to the farmer's market where we just had a consistent stream of people and we were just cranking drinks out. Right. Wow. And the market before that was our best market ever. So it was like, it was busy. So it was just back to back. Right. Wow. Um, but yeah, my hands were so espressoed up just from like, you know, knocking pucks out and cleaning portafilters and all that stuff that it looked like I had uh, like the fake tan Oh really? Stuff on my hands. <laughs> yeah, like every Saturday, it like takes a couple of days to wash back out. Wow. 
But um, yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun doing it at a semi-private event. I mean, it was a private event, but I mean, it's big enough to where it feels like you're kind of doing it for the public. Right. Yeah, 150 people. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So it felt felt good to have the trailer in a near done state for the event. Minus the lights, and we're always going to be improving it um, in terms of storage and aesthetics and everything. But yeah, other than the lights, a couple zones of lighting that we still need to put in, it was pretty much in its final state. So that felt good. Nice. Getting our reps, you know, for how it'll feel when we're out on the road, which should be pretty soon. Yeah. I was want to try a test run like next week. Oh, just pull dude. it somewhere and set up and just feel it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at this point, we're like amateur, amateur, amateur electricians. Yes. Putting those lights in. But uh, so far, it's worked. So that's something. Wow. That's such a good feeling of literally turning the power on and like seeing lights turn on. Yes, it works. (laughs) It is super gratifying. Yeah. Because like when you don't know, you don't have any reasonable certainty that it's going to work. No, no. It's not something that we've done a hundred times and no. yeah, it works because right. I know what I'm doing because I've done this over and over. Right. You're just hoping that <laughs> every point along like the 10, the 10 connections or 20 connections in the chain all work out and then you end up with light at the end. So that's a good feeling. Um, and then since we did our last podcast, we also released a new menu for our seasonal drinks. That's right. So we were talking about that last time, but nobody got to hear about that. So um, that's been good. Response on that has been good, and it was kind of fun to develop the drinks. The what we're calling the summer chai, which is it's not a chai tea latte; it's just a chai latte. So it has syrup and then espresso, right? And milk. Obviously, it's a latte. Kind of developed that with the wedding in mind. Because actually, I don't know the story on that. What was the story with you, you two, your wife, and the uh, and the chai? chai? Oh yeah. Um, well, a few things like we both really like Indian food. Okay. Um, so that kind of got us interested. Oh yeah. Another one was the night of our engagement. We were in Chicago. We went to this like, uh, celebratory thing <laughs> that it's like, a it's like a Christmas town, but like a German festival that they put on for a month in oh, Chicago. That's cool. A mm-hmm. month. Wow. Yeah. And then we went there at night and. It was like super cold, but we got everyone selling hot chocolate except one stand was selling uh, chai lattes. Oh, that sounds nice. Um, so we got that. I think that's maybe that's it. I think there was something else written on the board. Okay, that kind of explained why we yeah picked that drink. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Cold weather and chai sounds really good, but so we called it summer chai, and people have been asking us why. Yeah, you, why what, summer what is, chai? What is summer chai? It sparked a curiosity, did it? That's it why. <laughs> <laughs> no other reason besides that. You just proved why. Yeah. No, but we ours is definitely more on the peppery side. Yeah. Uh, between the actual peppercorns and ground pepper that's in the reduction. And uh, yeah, we're trying to figure out a better way to even advertise. Syrup just has such a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when I hear syrup, you just think of like, you know... Aunt Jemima maple syrup. Just like it's not just high fructose corn syrup, thick. Sticky sweetness. Yeah, sweetness. Yeah. And that's not really what all of our syrups are. My wife's been fantastic at creating 
really good syrups and uh you know doing that with like real whole ingredients like our toasted hazelnut for example um is literally toasting hazelnuts and then reducing that down into a organic cane sugar and water and letting that soak for tw- up to 12 hours um and even the chai it's reduction you have peppercorn real ginger yeah um organic cane sugar cloves cardamom um allspice i mean just all, all sorts of different things that are in there and it comes as a you know a liquid but like how to get away from like syrup you know because i'll be yeah. like oh it's a chai tea no like oh well, it's just a syrup like no it's not just a syrup you know it's right there's much more to that yeah and wanting to indicate the sweetness, or, or the not the sweetness, the uh, just hilariously ironic after what you were just yeah saying. exactly uh, <laughs> the the fe- summer chai yes um, iced Ice. thinking of it I mean we'll, we'll make it hot for you right but of driving the point home that yeah. this can be a refreshing thing yeah because um, and we'll make the banner to show this the ice latte banner yes that we have coming um, but just wanting people to realize that yes we can make pretty much anything on our menu iced right. For the hot weather. And most of these drinks, are our summer menu was with that in mind. Right. All of them taste great hot, but the attention was, mm. how are these be iced? Yeah. Uh, and they're fantastic. Actually, a story we didn't get to share with you that happened to us in the market was that chai. She came up, she ordered a chai, customer. Um, and I think she was, at, I forgot the question she actually asked. But like something about being chai tea, like, oh no, it's a syrup. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I think she ordered like a hot chocolate instead. Like right. just in and I didn't get to like interact with her because I wasn't, you know, talking to her. I'm like, I'm just, I want her to try it. So I made her the chai and then gave her hot chocolate and said, hey, try the chai. I want to know what you think. And she said, so like, one of the best chai she's ever had. Just because the connotation of like, oh, syrup, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Not even considering trying it. So it's like, you know, I wonder how many times people have that connotation of mind, even looking at the menu and how to break that, you know, just taste and see type of mentality. Because it is, right. once you taste it, you realize, okay, this is not a, you know, it's not your Starbucks chai by any means. Yeah. Well, you made her. We could. It's like a different thing. It's a decaf chai. Yeah. Right. If you think about it, because yeah. she just wanted it with milk. Right. So it was literally just the chai the steamer. Yep. A chai steamer. Yeah. Exactly. I, I forget that's what they call it. The yeah. Steamer is Steamers. when you just want the milk and the flavoring. Yeah. But yeah, she really liked it. Wow. She raved. Yeah. Yeah. She raved. She literally raved the rest of the day. <laughs> no, she was like, "Whoa, my gosh!" Yeah. I was like, "Sweet, thank you." Didn't Tell your friends. Me. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, so what is our menu? We have toasted hazelnuts, yep. the summer chai, lavender vanilla. Now, okay, lavender, I don't know if everybody knows, Michael is not, not a fan of lavender. No. Right? I just have a very strong association <laughs> with, yeah. basically lavender anything to me just says like baby shower. Yeah. Or something. That's my that, that was my strong association. And, and to, to be fair, it usually is, right? It's always kind of in like more effeminate products or like lavender lotion, lavender this, right. you know? I mean, even it's like one of the main, uh, I know with a, with a newborn, all the different like soap concoctions is just lavender, lavender, lavender. Right. So it's, yeah, it's a fair assessment. So we have a lavender vanilla. And what what is your experience being with it? It's good. It's subtle. You can yeah. definitely tell that it's lavender, but it doesn't have that synthetic... You know how some, sometimes flavoring, is, it just has that synthetic level of intensity. Yeah. yeah. Like almost hits you in the temples. Even caramel can be like that. Yeah. If you have the synthetic caramel, it's just like, oh. But this is very subtle. It's there, but, and when you pair it with the vanilla, it's nice because it's not the only thing carrying the, the flavor load, so to speak. You know, you kind of, vanilla is a really nice complementary flavor that kind of plays off of 
So there's not just one flavor that you're focusing on. Um, and I think that's a really good application for it because, you know, it is a flower. So it's, it's almost as much of an aroma as it is a taste. Right. So it's nice mm -hmm. to have something that is vanilla, which is more a flavor rather than just a scent right. to pair with it. You know, it's like yeah. they're on opposite sides of the spectrum in that right. way. So I liked it. I especially like it iced, though. Yeah. I feel like it really shines when it's iced. iced. Yeah. So. And then the caramelized honey, which uh, we had a couple of iterations with, of uh, literally caramelizing the honey to give it that, uh, you know, more, I guess you could say, in a, in a, in a subtle way, more of a char mm -hmm. taste to it. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like your, your Maillard effect of grilling just kind of gives that extra char. It's yeah. good. Really good iced with milk i haven't tried without milk yet but i know with whole milk it's it's great that's probably our most subtle syrup i would say yeah in terms it's there right but it's just very i don't know if there's any better way than i can say it other than just subtle right it's there but it's it doesn't really beat you over the head with any particular flavor yeah it's not caramel honey no you get it's that's why it's a caramelized just a yeah. little oh. bit yeah yeah we use raw honey so it kind of has some of that i don't know Bro, I'm going to start saying words that make it sound like something it's not. But I, I was trying to think of a word of like mushroomy or, or um, <laughs> this is all off the record. I know this is a podcast, but this part that I'm saying is off the record. Yeah. Okay? You plug your this, ears. Yeah. Plug your ears. If you're, or take your earbuds out. If you're a judgmental, <laughs> if you're a judgmental person, <laughs> just don't judge me on this. Yeah. Um, the raw honey, it yeah. has like an earthiness or a almost just a vaguely mushroomy quality to okay. it. I don't know how to describe vegetal? it. Not vegetal to me kind of sounds like it, it tastes like green chlorophyll. Um, it's not like that. I don't know. I guess you just have to taste it, but the current, when you caramelize it to me, it kind of brings out the raw honey flavor. Huh. It's um, yeah, it's a subtle flavor. It's kind of like when you try to describe Bali. Oh, there's yeah. like a certain flavor in Bali that it's hard to put your finger on. To yeah. this day, we still can't you, describe Bali. We, we called it yeah. piney, or we've called it this or that, but it's Bullshit. like, bro, he doesn't get it. My kids are really trying to make sure this is our, there will be a fourth attempt of yeah. this podcast. They're like, we're, gonna we're not going to keep this going. <laughs> we will not concede. All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the caramelized honey is good, though. It's, uh, it's a sleeper. I wouldn't have thought of it. Yeah. So I think it's cool. That and last market... It was our, our number one seller. No way. Yeah, caramelized honey. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Is that a, what was our last one? Ginger Snap in the winter time was our biggest? Yes, Ginger Snap. They were yeah. Overall, if we were probably to track the data for all the winter markets, it was. Every once in a while a um, coconut um, caramel. caramel would would climb up there, take the rain champ. But I think overall it was ginger snap. Okay. Which interesting is really close to the chai. I mean, the baseline ingredients are almost the same. Yeah, we just have it more peppery and less snappy. <laughs> Which there actually that did work out well because there was a woman that came up and she wanted her ginger snap, and we we're like, oh, sorry, we just changed over, but yeah. it was perfect because chai is a great uh, bridge into the summer menu. She always walked away. Yeah. She's oh, like, really? She's like, yeah, all right, I'll try it. And then she liked it. It was oh. awesome. Yeah, some people <laughs> just found their jam, you know, and yeah. you like, just like a certain thing, you get into your groove, and it's what you get every time. But it yeah. was nice because she enjoyed it. We need to have, like, another banner that says just taste and see. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's, That's what true. a lot of our drinks are. Yeah. Just because of how bad the the market has tainted the thoughts of, flavored drinks mm, yeah you know when you just hear a flavor if you're a coffee connoisseur you really like your cappuccinos or lattes you, that's 
predicated probably on your bad experience of flavored drinks. You're like, oh, this is just a sugar gut bomb or whatever it may be. Um, so it's like, oh, I really want to get that thought across. Like, yeah. no. That's a, a dialogue that we have every week with people. Is they say, I don't want it super sweet. Yeah. You know, or can I get it with laugh. half pumps? We're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not sweet at all. <laughs> We're like, they, they say, I want half pumps. Yeah. It's like, do you though? Like yeah. our, our syrups are purposely not super right. overwhelmingly sweet. So conveying that and getting onto the same page. Yeah. Because sweetness is such a subjective thing. Right. Oh, for sure. So trying to relate just with words, flavor. Right. Can be interesting. Well, to give you a frame of reference, if you add up all the times and just mentally majority of time, people come and want more mm. pumps than, mm-hmm. than ever ask for less. Right. Because they're like, Oh, I, I do. Cause there are people who they do like sweet, yep. you know, to them coffee, they want it to be sweet. They don't drink it because you know, they appreciate the coffee per se, but they just like really sweet. That's fine. Um, so they, yeah, they come back. Oh, can I get extra few pumps? You know? What cracks me up is when people ask for simple syrup in one of Christian's pour overs. Yeah, <laughs> just to see Christian's teeth grind. You makes just, me sad. You can see his soul dying inside. He keeps a good face, though. He does. You know? It's yeah. Like non-judgmental. But deep down, he's like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since he makes it in front of your eyes. Right. That's like going to a teppanyaki place, and then as soon as it gets handed to you, you just dump ketchup on it. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> just like, get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of people's palates have changed. I mean, even our whole bean people that are coming back regularly. Yep. Um, yeah, they love it. They're just like, oh, you can start asking them how they're brewing it and how they're making it. And we're starting to get converters of still need to get the the next, I don't know, I guess the next hurdle of like convincing people to start grinding more on their own. And actually right. segue into maybe kind of a business card idea because we've been asked for business cards and yeah. how to make a business card that's actually useful or something that when you get it, it's not just trash. Yeah. I hate when people hand me literal trash. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> you hand me a piece of information that's going to turn into trash. Yep. So uh, we're thinking of like on a business card or some type of tool to have like a grind size meter that you compare. I think a lot of people have like those whirly blade grinders or like a Vitamix or a blender. And even then you could get close enough to getting some good you know, depending on what brew method you're doing. So on the back of it, just have a way to measure your grind size. Because even with the new, like, Encore, for example, like, my Encore and your Encore, I guess it's actually Paris' Encore and your Encore, mm-hmm. are not the same. Like, four clicks apart, actually. No, if the, if the whole grind, so it goes on an Encore, goes from zero to 40. Yeah. If we do pour over here at, let's say, 15, at my how, at my grinder... On my grinder, it might be like 20. Yeah. So it's really not even that close. Right. It's not a matter of a few clicks. It's like a whole quadrant off, right. depending on what individual your grinder on. Same model, same manufacturer. Yeah. So that's why it's nice when people say, oh, it's this number on a particular grinder, but it, it just it simply is not realistic right. that that is going to give you accurate results. So to have a visual comparison to be able yes. to like literally hold it up to say, okay, I'm a little bit coarser. Like particle size on the... Exactly. Yeah. So I'll just have to make sure that that I'm able to convey that. However, it ends up being designed, whether it's an actual picture or pixels that represent, <laughs> you know, grind or uh, coffee particles, um, that that ends up being re- realistic and uh, decipherable, like it's actually a useful tool. Yeah. But that's something that we're thinking to provide a tool that is also a business card. Yeah. Because, yeah, otherwise you get a business card, you snap a picture of it, and then boom, you have it. You, right. just, you throw it away. And there are quite a few people who have asked yeah. at this point. More than you would think. 
I didn't think so. Because sometimes you're like, business cards are dead. What's the point? Right, dude. Look yeah. us up, et cetera, et cetera. No, so people, you won't. Yeah. Well, I've to be fair, I've had quite a few people ask, like, oh, how do you, I misspell it or how do I spell it? Mm-hmm. Or somebody's looking at Instagram like, wait, I found the Paris of printing press. Is that you? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the like, same yep, kind, that's us. Yeah, exactly. We that's print, our side we business. We just do coffee on the side. <laughs> Paris of printing press. Um, so, yeah, it'd be nice to have information to take with them. Speaking of resources, so actually, I haven't told you about this, Christian. I want, okay, after talking to the Lisees, they were coming through town. Yeah. Parasia supporters. And, you know, they're just idea machines. They give, they give me, you know, 10 ideas every time I see them. But one thing that we were talking about that kind of resonated was, and this is something that I want to do even creatively anyways, is making a booklet that's a mix of brew guides um, recipes, whether that be like drink recipes or even baked good recipes, thing, baked goods that go well with particular coffees that yeah. that we uh, roast, and then maybe even telling some stories, whether it be about our our company or whether it be about the history of coffee or whatever. And I say booklet, maybe like thirty ish pages in mm-hmm. that ballpark. Um, but just as a probably wouldn't be that expensive to sell. And in some cases, maybe we would include it with a box of coffee just as a thank you. But yeah, if anybody listening has any ideas on, I want this to be a resource of things that you find useful. So, um, or even if you have any ideas of the types of things that you would find useful, I want it to be very succinct and valuable to the point. You know, there's not, it's not like it's a whole book and we're trying to fill space. Right. It would really be a distilled, you know, we might have a lot more, uh, more resources on our website or on a blog, but this is the distilled, what people ask for, what they really want to find value and maybe things that they'll return back to multiple times. Um, But just a fun way to bring some of the stuff that we've already recorded in videos and some things that we haven't into the physical it, sometimes it's nice just to have like a physical object to interact with a physical book yeah for sure um so and and where relevant uh there will be probably qr code links to video versions of it but that's something that's marinating in my mind <laughs> so this is like this is a call for ideas or suggestions or problems that you have that a booklet could help with okay yeah so i'm just putting that out there yeah as something that we're thinking about that was related to the business cards yeah um but yeah the business cards you that is relevant because we were looking at all of the businesses around here in the business park and talking to them and uh so that's that's coming up pretty soon right as we'll be in Probably in in Innsbruck, we'll see where the the dusty road leads us. But yeah, I could see that being in Innsbruck. Yeah, during yeah, the week we'll, we'll post regularly on you know social media platforms where we're going to be. But honestly, it's just kind of trial by fire at this point. Just literally set up and see. Yeah, that's what's something I want to try next week. Just a couple of places until they're yelling at us, get out of here. <laughs> All right. You got any time frames in mind? Uh, probably, I don't know. I just want to, again, be more specific with our time. 
because I mean, we all have other lives outside of this that we need to continue to do. So it's like maybe a three hour, it's like an eight to 11, you know, just here's where we are. Come get your stuff, you know? Yeah. Even for pickup locations or Hobie, I think it will be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, one place that we're pretty much a shoe in just a couple of like dot and T's and I's is the, is the uh, diamonds direct yes. right there by whole foods. I, so I have I like a verbal that. commitment. I just, just more of like, but that was like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Just touch base again. Like, Hey, FYI, I told him on timeline, you know, May, June ish. Mm-hmm. So at this point I'm sure we'll be fine, but it's, you know, you know, until we're there set up, you, nothing's guaranteed, yeah. but the verbal commitment of like, yeah, so that, that sounds great. And then knowing that there's a couple of places uh, there's a website that has all the food trucks and where they go. Okay. Um, and there's like three main spots on that Cox corridor with all those business parks yeah. that seem to be friendly to the idea already. Oh. So they already have food trucks come and nobody is a, is a coffee shop, go off coffee cafe. Right. Um, so I think hopefully it should be an easy transition. Like, yeah, you guys already have these people coming, you know, why not bring that to the, yeah. to the mix? I mean, it's, it's a coffee desert out here. It really is like besides yeah. your, your big box coffee, there's not, you know, closer to where you are, even walking distance, you probably have at least two options um, that yeah. are pretty good. Here, it's within five mile radius, six mile radius, not much. I think the closest one is, is six miles from this house. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not something that you're going to just pop by to yeah. routinely, you know. Yeah, I'm excited just to be accessible to people. Yeah. And Innsbruck, actually, I mean, it's a bunch of office parks, but at the same time, there are. Uh, aspects of it or certain angles of it that are really pretty picturesque yeah the lakes they're yeah, yeah the lakes are really nice so to use that as a backdrop yeah for serving coffee i dig it actually yeah and there's a lot of like groups of like offices just walking yeah taking walks by that lake yes because they have nothing else to do yeah so <laughs> <laughs> and you get some people from the neighborhood surrounding Probably. Yeah, I walked it once just when I dropped my car off in the can. Yeah. I can't walk around. It was nice. Yeah. 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 So so to be part of that circuit. Right. Well, now there, there's more multifamily. We have that one going over by the post office and then, uh, I don't know, whatever the street is, there's that, that one that just opened up, mm-hmm. luxury apartments. So now it's kind of multi-use. You're going to have people who are living, working all in that same little area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, that's going to be interesting. I don't know how many... Um, People are going to end up in those apartments, but that's a good little cluster of, of folks. Right. Pretty close. Um, yeah, what else? We do have more changing uh, topics. We do have more single origins coming. Yes. We didn't want it to be this long, but I think we've had some pretty good explorations in our blends. Right. Really dialing those in, creating a new blend in harmony. That's been great. But definitely excited to get back. And it's been a minute since we really get to, got to dive in, like profiling and just experiencing new coffee. Right. It's been a Single while. origin wise. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really excited to get back into that. Um, you know, get a good African coffee, get a good uh, Central South American coffee. Um, maybe two. Maybe two. I think we could do two yeah. in our next order. Um. Yeah, because we got Bali restocked, blends are on point in terms of stock. So, yeah, if we could swing three, man, that would be like birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Birthday Birthday presents. Happy birthday to us. But, um, yeah, so that's coming soon. That'll be cold brew. 
is back. Oh yeah, cold brew is back by I don't know if I can say popular demand, but by some sort of demand. Yeah, we de- like we definitely have people asking about it. Right. Um, have been asking about it for like the past month. Right. The second that the weather exceeds fifty nine degrees. Yes. Cold brew is back. Yeah. So we'll be going back to our roots. Yeah. It seems like another. It hasn't been that long since we were just exclusively doing cold brew and then a little bit of pour over on the side. That's how we got our start at the market. And um, so it's, 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 I don't know. It just brings some perspective to be revisiting that now. It does seem like a lifetime ago. I remember like the first market just pulling up, not knowing anything. (laughs) 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 Our table set up and being up all night. So anxious, like, Oh, how is this going to go? Yeah, the yeah. first few the first few nights were or the first few weeks of the market were definitely and then there were a few nights subsequently where our um setup changed that also at least for me were anxiety inducing yeah because you just you show up and it's all on the line and there's just all these little details that have to work out yes yeah. in order to or even just things that you have to remember right there's a lot of a lot of you know you you can have everything even the generator but if you forget one power cord right it doesn't matter right because you have no power for anything that you did remember right so anyways yeah looking back on that it just yeah it does seem like a lifetime ago yeah but we are bringing the cold brew back and um so it'll be part of our summer menu so we'll see how that goes see how many people request it because it is on the menu yes and you know there are those cold brew fanatics out there some of you exclusively. That's just all I drink. Yeah. It's cold brew. That was actually me at... Cartel? Cartel. For whatever reason. I don't know why. I just... For some reason, I heard that cold brew is really good, and that's just what I always ordered. Or less acidic. Some people... Yeah, which out. is kind of weird, because I don't think at any point less acidic has been something that I really valued all that much. Like, I didn't... I didn't start out by drinking bad coffee. Like, when I moved to Charlottesville, I kind of just jumped into fairly high quality coffee and it was pretty obvious to me at the beginning uh maybe i didn't know that much but i did know coffee that it's like i'm not drinking that i i did not come into it of like oh i started out as folgers and was drinking that for a while (laughs) and then i upgraded you know what i jumped into was already you know pretty decent quality yeah and it wasn't super super dark so i don't know why i was drinking cold brew but i just remember hearing about that (laughs) And then it was a phenomenon. Yeah. Because again, the big box stores took it just everybody cold brew, cold brew, cold brew. Yep. And then you saw all of these retailers with their canned cold brews. Mm-hmm. Cold brew to me, it's it kind of it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a little one dimensional. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have. If you if you start with decent coffee, most cold brews are kind of similar. Yeah. Because you just get that the the cold brew taste, and that that's just based on the brew method. You know, of how you how you make your cold brew. Yeah, if, if your if your coffee is like a full circle, yeah, in terms of flavor, you get cold brew is like the the outer diameter, like a band. You know, it's like a it's like a crescent moon on the outside. Yeah, <laughs> all that other stuff, it's not really it doesn't really come out in the cold brew. Yeah, but you get a nice mellow exterior of the flavor. Right, you know? and that's enough, and that's pleasant for for most people. Right, especially those who are like I want caffeine. Yeah, because oh, yeah, that's that's your jam then. Right, because you get lit up with sixteen ounce of cold brew. Yeah. Just, dude, I still can't believe though that I would go there at 
8 p.m. Yeah. and drink cold brew. Bro. I mean, that is gnarly. That is pretty gnarly. I don't think I could do cold brew like that. Or even coffee. Espresso is weird, though. Espresso does not doesn't do a thing to me. Yeah, we need to look at it. It's such a nerdy topic, but it, it is, I think, of interest to most coffee drinkers of like, why does coffee brewed in different ways have such a different effect on you? Like, why, when I have a pour over, do I feel, you know, kind of a sense of slight euphoria? But it's nothing, I don't feel like jacked up. Mm-hmm. If you make a mocha pot, though, bro, that's like if you put a syringe of. Right. You start seeing things. Yeah, man. It just like, I feel like my heart palpitating. It's intense. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You drink espresso. It's like that, but it's not quite as intense, at least to me. Yeah. As mocha pot. Like I'll feel a little bit of a jump when I um, have a shot of espresso. Anyways, they all have, they're all coffee. They're all caffeine, but somehow the way that they're brewed has a different effect on your body. Yeah. In terms of having either a mellow or a sharp impact right on your system yeah because i can drink a lot 10 o'clock at night drink a latte conk out drink a pour over yeah for another four hours yeah yeah it's weird yeah man so anyways i used to be all that to say i used to be a cold brew drinker now that i actually think about it but i don't know to me honestly maybe cold brew is better than a lot of drip coffee so maybe that's why i was doing it convenience speed of service is nice i mean you literally get it right then and there yep you order they turn around boom into the cup yeah and you get it. And I was in Arizona, which tends to be really hot. So you do want something iced. Typically, right. you're not doing iced drip. No. I don't see that so much. Kind of doesn't really make sense. So maybe that, I, I think that all those reasons are why. Yeah. That's my daily drinker. But, yeah. What else do we have to tell the people? Come find us when our trailer's out and about. Yeah, please do. Yeah, it'd be nice to get to talk. It, because the market is a unique experience because, thankfully, I'm not complaining, I love it, we are crushed. Mm-hmm. So there's almost zero real customer interaction. You get to talk to people quite a bit as a pour-over. Yeah. But even then, like it's if you have like seven pour-overs lined up, you're pretty dialed and focused. Right. Yeah. It's not much talking you're able to do. So I'm really hoping that, of course, we love the business, be busy, but it'll be nice just to get to talk to people. Yes. Get to talk to our customers and it kind of, Share stories, educate, you know, teach them about the methods and why we have the coffees we selected. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that aspect. Yeah, because we haven't had to got to experience that in quite a while. No, you're right, yeah. and I think even with the espresso, that's a little bit more possible when you're not slammed. Mm-hmm. I, I I do think it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. Because you could just you we could be making drinks, but you're still com- conversing. Right. But when you have like a queue of thirty drinks or twenty mm-hmm. drinks, it's like you, you can't. Right at, at the market, it's like <laughs> <laughs> at the market. The only interaction I feel like we have is like the voice of God. You're just like the, the person that's just in the shadows making the drink, and then like you hear Crystal talking to somebody, and you, and you like know the answer to a question, so you're like da 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 da. Yeah. You know, like the voice just speaking out of <laughs> up on high. Oh, yeah, from behind the espresso machine. Yeah, but the rest of the time we're just trying to crank drinks right, out right, as, right. as quick as possible. Yeah. So it's it's not really the the slow nice consistent interact right. with people what do you want how are you doing type of thing or even following up like i really like to know people's genuine especially with all these new syrups mm-hmm. like, what did you think and there's no way to do that at the farmer's market so it'd be right. cool to make some drinks for people and yeah we think you know yeah yep so okay hopefully we're on a more regular upload schedule now with these podcasts i mean we just we do it when we can do it but hopefully this is the first of 
a more consistent yeah. batch of podcasts. It will just just five two month hiatus five two month <laughs> <laughs> build up it's the consistent. demand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's good. It's awesome. I'm glad that people are enjoying them. Yes. You know? Yes, cool. and as yeah. always, we want to know what everybody likes hearing about. I know there is an element of just getting to hear what everybody's up to, and that's really great. But we're definitely open to talk about topics or uh, you know address questions that people yeah. have or amateur comments. electricians out there. We have some tips. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hit us up, or we'll hit you up. Depending on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, well, we we might need the help more than you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Adios. Adios.